Welcome to the Trinity Grace Church Tribeca podcast. At Trinity Grace Church, our mission is to help New Yorkers grow in love by practicing the way of Jesus for the good of our city. If you're interested in Trinity Grace Church Tribeca, check out our website at tgctribeca.com where you can learn more about us and learn about ways that you can help support our church and this podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook to see and hear what's going on in our community. Thank you for joining us today and welcome grace and peace to you. beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of a flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the word of our Lord. So our gospel text is uh, a sort of sweeping exposition of uh, the Christmas story, but the Christmas story at its heart is uh, just very simple, and that has to do with no room, which we share tonight, um, and, it, and also the voices of children, which we also share. So if they could put up, if the Holy Family could put up with no room and the voices of children, we welcome them as well. Um, so be at ease, parents, if your children make noise. There was plenty of noise that first night, um, spoken like a true parent. Um, before I, I offer my reflection this morning, or this morning, this evening, um, I'd like to just take a moment to be quiet and to open our hearts to God. And part of the way we do that is to be quiet and to uh, just pay attention to what's around us and who's around us and the significance of this moment that we share together. Um, So as best as you know how, maybe you you wander in here with lots of doubt and skepticism. Maybe you're here this morning with, or this evening, I'll stop that, uh, with lots of expectation and lots of faith. But whatever you bring into this room, just bring your full self to this moment and let's open our heart as we consider this story afresh. Just a brief moment of quiet. 
God, we are here this evening on Christmas Eve to remember a story and to hopefully make meaningful connections to our lives. And so we pray that through the power of your spirit and the power of your love, you would weave into our imaginations a vision for how to live more truly, more beautifully, more fully. We pray that in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And we all say, Amen. My name is Michael Redzina. I am uh, the pastor of Trinity Grace Church in Tribeca. And it's, uh, it's really good to have multiple churches across the city uh, here. Uh, do we have any uh, TGC Upper West Siders in the house? All right. Uh, TGC Tribeca? We also have some of the Hope Churches here. Uh, we have Hope Midtown. Yeah, Hope East Village. Any other Hope Churches I haven't mentioned? All right, all right, we're all here. Um, it's, it's amazing to be here, and I think of uh, this room, I'm so grateful for this room. This room is um, very intimate right now, right? Um, but it's very beautiful, it's telling a story. Every little feature of this architecture is telling a story. And John's Gospel, which we had read this evening, is telling its own kind of story. And what I love about John's Gospel is, of course, we're all familiar with Mary and Joseph and the baby and no room in the inn, but this text, it scales, it sort of zooms us out to see the big picture. And what we see here is that Christmas is as cosmic as the universe, and yet it's as intimate and it's as subtle as a glance of a lover across the room. Our reading from, is from John, and he's the only one to take this Christmas event and to remember it at this scale. He pans out. He says that in Jesus we see this true light which enlightens everyone. Now, John uses a word here. It's a word that is translated world, but it's actually in Greek the word cosmos. We could easily translate this that Jesus came into the universe. That's the scale at which John speaks. For God so loved the universe that God entered the cosmos in the form of a gift, the gift of Jesus, that we would trust in the divine presence we see there and the experience of abundance that we can have as we participate in that life. There's a, a Danish theologian, uh, I know that some of you just fell asleep with the mention of that, but there's a Danish theologian, Niels Gregersen, he says this, he says that there is a deep incarnation at work here. The manifestation of God in, with, under, and as flesh. A human body. A body made from the same stardust that makes up all other bodies. Elizabeth Johnson reflects on this deep incarnation. She says, born of a woman and of, Hebrew, of the Hebrew gene pool... Jesus of Nazareth was a creature of earth, a complex unit of minerals and fluids, an item in the carbon, oxygen, and nitrogen cycles, a moment in the biological evolution of the planet. Like all human beings, he carried within himself the signature of the supernovas and the geology and life history of the earth. The atoms comprising his body once belonged to other creatures. Christmas is special because our story tells us that in this human Jesus, we see the face of God. It's this particular, finite human being 
who acts in sort of unbroken alignment with the, with the creator, what our gospel reading calls the word. And what is this thing that John is calling the word? In the beginning was the word, and it was with God, and it was God, and nothing came into existence without it. What is this word? Rowan Williams summarizes the, the word and God's being like this. He says that it's a contemplative dependence. It's an unrestricted response. It's unbroken and unconditional love and self-giving. In Jesus, Christmas tells us, we see the same effect of God's actions in Israel's history. In Jesus, we see the same effect of God's action in creation itself. The word is a type, it's a pattern of all dependent finite reality. In other words, us. God's creation and word and father. I want to make this connection. So God is sort of related to the creation as uh, the word is to the father. God the father. When you think of the creator's relationship to God the son, Jesus... We, we can't think of that relationship as two separate things on a grocery list that could be paired together or separated. No, the church has said that God's relationship to Jesus is so close, it's so intimate, it's so deep, that there's no way we can talk about it as two items on a list. And the same is true of God, the creator, with the creation. There's no way that you can separate creation from the creator. There's no way that you can uh, think of it as independent. God is connected in a profound way to every created thing, and that's the mystery of Christmas. That's the mystery of the incarnation. Jesus becoming flesh and dwelling among us points us to that beautiful truth that God is connected to everything that we see and touch and behold. And the church has struggled to say that that relationship is deeper and more intimate than something on a grocery list. Now, what's the difference? God and the Son, God and Jesus, they have this reciprocal relationship. There's this uh, offering and giving freely. But the creation, we have this dependent relationship on the Creator. Dietrich Bonhoeffer said that God has so acted that we can't think about God, we can't speak about God outside of this relationship with the created world. Like there's, We know that God existed before creation. But we have no idea what that means. We have no category of thought. And that's the beauty of Christmas. Christmas shows us that the incarnation, this created world, the, world, the flesh that we all inhabit, that it's telling a story. It's actually the vehicle through which we can know God. And at Christmas, the focus of that is on Jesus Christ. It tells us creation is at its peak level. You and I are at our optimal level of existence when we reflect what we see in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ lived in full accord with that uncreated love and intelligence that John calls the Word. Jesus Christ is the heart of creation. Jesus is the apex of creation. And Jesus is the one in whom the energy of God's love and understanding is fully active and aligned. And this is the choice of Christmas. All of us have a choice in front of us, year in and year out, as we remember this story. Will we bridge the gap, that sense of loss that exists when we sin, which is essentially the way we fall short of love. Love for God, 
love for our neighbor? Will we be able to overcome the power of sin in our life through the gift of God's love? Or will we continue to try to press on on our own and sort of gut it out with our ego? That's the choice of Christmas. Christmas says there is a gift here in Jesus Christ. A revelation that God loves all unconditionally, that God is connected to all. But not all reflects God. And that's the power of our choice. That's the power of the invitation of Christmas. Will we make room for this child that's born on Christmas Day? Will we make room for the life that will unfold after this child is born? Will we make room for the death that reveals to us God doesn't just power up on creation and force it into submission, but God woos creation through the vulnerable love of suffering and death? Will we make room for life that transcends death, resurrection? Will we make room today? That is the beautiful invitation of Christmas. This evening, we will light candles and we will remember that there is a light here. There is a light in the story. There is a light in Jesus Christ that we are all connected to. And our sort of choice to take our candles that are unlit and wed them to a lit candle is our sort of moment to say, I'm in. I open my heart. I make room this evening for God's love in Jesus Christ.